0: Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Ah, uh, yes. Love is the answer. But what if you're in a relationship and not really feeling the love? Good evening, friends. So we're talking tonight about my formula. It's called the SOS formula. This is the formula I use with my clients. and I'm sharing it tonight on how to leave a toxic relationship. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group. Educational resources to help reach your goals. So, you know, think back to when you're in high school. Did did you have a class on how to handle relationships? Of course not. It's reading, writing, arithmetic the the core subjects but of course we have added i don't know how many years ago it's been now maybe 30 have added sex education to the curriculum and i have to say though this makes me a little crazy because to me we're teaching about something and i understand i understand the the benefits that are supposed to come from sex education as an adult show tonight and, and that's teaching about disease and preventing unwanted birth but it seems to me that What is happening in the subconscious is that we're teaching about something that I can pretty confidently say I think that most parents prefer that their high school student didn't do was have sex while they're still in high school. But what we don't teach about is how to have healthy relationships and replace that instruction about what not to do and what protect yourself from with what you should have and what is desirable. Again, the theme of this show, emotional intelligence, knowing that 80% of your success in life comes from your emotional intelligence. So... This is the thing I would love to see this education in schools make it more standard for everyone, but as of right now, we have resources like this uh, where we'll talk about it every Thursday at six thirty so let's what is a toxic relationship? Let's just define that a little bit. A toxic relationship is characterized by repeated destructive behavior between a couple. So the physical, emotional, sexual abuse, those are obviously toxic. Physical and sexual are pretty easy to identify, not as easy to identify emotional, but I think we can readily agree that those three are abusive. But destructive, toxic behavior, it can show up in many other ways that are not as easily identifiable so one of those is excessive jealousy yeah that certainly would be a a toxic relationship manipulation that's that's not involved in a loving relationship possessiveness that's toxic control relationships are not about controlling clinginess selfishness, or belittling, all forms of a toxic relationship. If these behaviors, if this is at the core of how your interaction is, the core of your connection, these behaviors then shift the relationship from a union based on a feeling, a feeling of love, just emotion, emotion, what we're talking about. A couple who wants to live their life together. Take this journey of life and walk it together. So it switches the union from that core base, which is most desirable and what really makes for long-term happiness in, in a couple relationship, to a union based on something like need or fear or just plain old surrender or sometimes based on appearances for social appearances or a dependence, or some kind of false fantasy. <clears throat> Those things don't really make for the long-term union that we're striving for here. So here's some signs of a toxic relationship that might not be as obvious as the physical, emotional, or sexual abuse. How about this one? Do you find yourself walking on eggshells? <clears throat> I think we know. I think we know how it feels. You're just, you know, afraid to say certain things, uh, afraid to speak your opinion, maybe, um, afraid to disagree because it's going to start some kind of repercussion that is just too much for you to handle. So you just find yourself walking on eggshells, not to upset the cart. There, uh, breaking things during a disagreement you find your partner your boyfriend your girlfriend doing something like that breaking things or punching a hole in the wall you know you should be able to express your opinion and talk about things calmly without the fear of repercussion be able to be safe about it feel safe in expressing your view so that's definitely a sign of toxicity um all right, or if you've given up on making your opinion count because your partner always overrules your opinion, you know it's often a struggle, and oh, I shouldn't say often, but you know when you have two individuals, you're not going to see the same thing things the same way all the time, so certainly compromise is important, but you know if one person is exerting their will so much more than the other, then it really becomes a matter of control. And it's not just a thing of getting your way or not getting your way. It's just a matter of being cooperative and, and compromise. And I think you know it. I think if you really sit back, you know if you're feeling controlled. Another sign of a toxic relationship, uh, teasing. Someone teases you all the time, makes you feel kind of belittled with the teasing. It's not really funny. That's toxic. Lies, lies, of course. Lies distort reality. You can't make clear decisions if you don't have the truth. Lies are manipulative. So, certainly, lies are a sign of a toxic relationship. What about this? Someone who is sneaking through your phone to check your emails. Read your texts. Mm-hmm, yeah. See, now, I I feel like with my husband, I wouldn't care if he looked at any of my emails or any of my texts because I feel very open. And I think think if I I was on the dating scene again today, I would want someone that was dating, and I want this for you and each of you. If you're getting to a point where you might be considering staying in this relationship long-term, not just your first or second date, you want to be able to feel like you can be completely open. And I think you want to give that to the person you're dating. Yeah, you can, you can read my texts, my emails, anything. It's, it's, you know, I have nothing to hide. I want you to feel that way. But you know, that line there where someone crossed where they're sneaking behind someone's checking up on you. Um, yeah, that's certainly a sign of lack of trust and it is toxic. Um, What about if someone blocks your relationships with other people that you care about? Definitely that's controlling, that's manipulative. You shouldn't feel isolated in a relationship. Uh, Someone who loves you wants you to have the love of the other people in your life, your family, your, your parents, your siblings, your other friends. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School So, someone who is trying to isolate you—yes, that's toxic. And what about someone who threatens you with a loss of their commitment to you if if you don't do whatever or say or act however in the way they want? Yep, that's a toxic sign as well. So, okay hopefully it gets a pretty good clear picture of a toxic relationship. And if, if you find yourself checking, yes, checking the box on any of things we've talked about, please, please, please do not beat yourself up. And, you know, all too often, the person on the receiving end of the toxic relationship will ask themselves, how did I get in this situation? What's wrong with me? And I just don't like that thinking. I understand it. It happens all the time. I think society kind of lends itself to that thinking. There's nothing wrong with you. It happens little by little. And then finally, over time, enough enough truth surfaces. And you just look around and, oh, there you are in hot water. I kind of think of it like a magic trick. When you, you've watched the magician sometime in your life where the lady goes in the box and the magician falls her in half and then he opens the two halves and she's still kicking her hands and her feet and you're looking at it with your own two eyes and and it's an illusion. It's an illusion. And when someone is lying or manipulating a lot of these signs of toxic relationships that I've talked about, it does create an illusion. And so that's what you were presented with and but then in time usually the illusion does crack and enough truth comes out. But it's difficult because at that point you have enough invested in the relationship that it is difficult to let go of the part that's an investment and switch your mind away from the good things that you've experienced because certainly in the first part of the relationship, you experienced some good things or else you wouldn't have entered the relationship at all. It's down the road and, and then then you have to balance those things out. So, and second, do not, please, do not let your own pride talk you into rationalizing toxic behavior Because this will just take you for another spin on the roller coaster, promises, and then disappointment, and try again, and more broken promises, disappointment, try again. You know, up and down, and up and down, and you may not want to accept that you're in an unhealthy relationship because you just don't want it to be so. And of course, you don't. And. You know, it's, It may feel embarrassing And you want to color it differently But again, it's not your fault And once you recognize it for what it is And we're just taking action So forget that Because the situation just is what it is And you're, you're not There's nothing wrong with you Okay, You deserve to have a happy relationship Or this may be tough for you to let go of the illusion The magic trick that you were presented with At first And it's it's really nice to think of the fantastical relationship that you believed you were receiving in the beginning. You don't want to let go of that. Of course you don't. You're going to fight for it for a while, it's maybe a long while, because you want that. You want what you believed you were getting. You want the fantasy. But if you get to a point where it's unrepairable, then then the fantasy was just that it it was a fantasy. But what you dream of is still entirely possible, Even if you are in a toxic relationship, the best thing to do is to to get out of it so that you're in a space where you can can be open to non-toxic relationships. So a toxic person will not get to experience the joy that is still available to you. So, you know, you can still choose personal relationships that do allow all this joy in your life. But thirdly, if you're in a toxic relationship, at some point you'll know. The key is just to listen. Listen to that knowing. You know, you're really your your inner self. The more in tune you are to that, it's really your your best voice to listen to. But do But if you decide you're in a toxic relationship, please do start by letting someone else know what is happening, please. Because the abuser is not likely to say, oh, okay, I'm sorry, and then just walk away. Sometimes when you begin to break off the contact, this person will try to manipulate you more, you know, push all your buttons, the things that they know that have worked in the past, promises, promises. Um, make make you question what you are seeing and thinking or they may even try to manipulate the people around you too by either making you look bad or making you look crazy and making you question yourself even more or they could do kind of an opposite tactic of that and try to be in an alliance with the people around you so that those people are kind of on their team and it helps shield the truth from you because you can't see it very well when when the abuser gets the people that you love in your life on their team, then you're really out in cold water. So, yeah, there, there are many types of toxic relationships. And, of course, you may not know the root cause. You may not know a diagnosis of the person. But you know if you're experiencing any relationship that it's diminishing your safety, or self-worth, that's not okay. So that's why we have the SOS formula. And we're going to get to that, but I do want to define a few more things. So to talk about the obvious signs of abuse, physical abuse is is the one that you can see with your eyes. So it is not just like punching. It, It involves hitting of any kind. It's also kicking, biting, shaking, Growing or anything else that causes pain or physical injury. So, emotional abuse. uh, This is often much more difficult to identify since it can't be seen with the eyes. The effects, however, generally take longer to heal from than the wounds inflicted by physical abuse. Emotional abuse is when anger is out of control. It's when someone criticizes or somehow undermines you to the point of causing you to lose self-esteem. That's abuse. People in your life that cause you to lose self-esteem. And small things happen in time unintentionally, but if it's repeated, it's abusive. It's when you find yourself walking on eggshells. We've talked about that, to avoid that person's controlling ways. It's when... Someone tries to isolate you away from other friends and family. Yes, it's when someone uses coercion to take over your personal choices. Your personal choices are yours, can't be hijacked. Emotional abuse can lead to other forms of abuse down the road too. So, if you've been threatened or live with fear of your safety, this is emotional abuse. So, let's define sexual abuse. Uh, it is any kind of contact between an adult and someone under the age of 18, period. It's also any unwanted sexual actions from peers that make you feel frightened or injured. Uh, It can be unwelcome touches or being made to touch someone else's body. It could be being forced to watch someone else touch themselves. Sexual abuse is being made by coercion or force to model for or watch pornographic material, unwanted sexual comments in person or via electronic media, media. these are also considered sexually abusive. So what about verbal abuse? It is the most common form of abuse and generally, erroneously, is not taken as seriously as the other types. Typically, verbal abuse increases in intensity and frequency over time, too. Uh, Verbal abuse is when your partner attacks your unique thoughts and feelings to belittle you. Verbal abuse involves name-calling, abusive anger, accusing or blaming, minimizing your feelings, or even withholding a response to make you feel non-existent. Offensive things are accidentally said sometimes, but a genuine apology without repeated indiscretion warrants forgiveness. But when the behavior continues, it's abusive. Bullying is, a verb, is verbal abuse, and, and this is often accompanied by physical abuse. So in the case of sociopaths, we've talked about that before. The 12% of the population now defined as one of these four, sociopaths, psychopaths, narcissist, or antisocial, 12% of the population. Many of the people that do the controlling behaviors, toxic relationships, quite often might be with one of this 12%. And this 12% will feel intense displeasure if you are breaking up with them to these abusers it represents a loss of power not a broken heart to them to lose a relationship and again don't take that personally it's where they're coming from without your loyalty the manipulations of the abuser they're no longer effective so and so, they don't want to lose your loyalty. They don't want to lose control of what they were getting from you. And what they were getting from you, you might ask, well, what are they getting from from me? I'm not, I'm not rich. I'm not famous. It, it could be many things. It could be simply an appearance of normalcy. It could be social status, it may or may not be money. Uh, it could be simply a place to stay connections, future inheritance, many things. It could be many things, just power, just a power trip. But these manipulative type people, they will turn up the charm and they will lie more and more just to keep you in the relationship longer. They may promise you great things and push all your buttons or they could get really angry or they could just go the opposite way and be desperately lost without you. It could be so many things. But so before we get to the SOS formula, I do want to give you some statistics real quick to give you a little bit more of an idea of how much abuse is out there. Bullying, certainly we've kind of mentioned, is a form of verbal abuse. And there's a really strong link between bullying and suicide in youth. In fact, a study in Britain found that at least half of suicides in young people are related to bullying. And did you know that suicide is the second leading cause of death, Americans, ages 15 to 24. So we can't underestimate the importance of understanding this subject. One in ten high school students has been purposefully hit, slapped, or physically hurt by a boyfriend or girlfriend. I'm throwing a lot at you real quick. You might have to play this one back. One in three girls in the U.S. is a victim of physical, emotional, or verbal abuse from a dating partner. Wow. Nearly half, that's 43%, of dating college women report experiencing violence and abusive dating behaviors. Half. College students are not equipped to deal with the dating, or I should say colleges. Uh, They're just not equipped to deal with the dating abuse. 50% of the students in college say that it's difficult to identify. And 58% say they don't know how to help someone who's experiencing it. hard to identify and don't know what to do to help someone who is experiencing it. So what about domestic violence? Um, Talking, going into a little bit more adult population now beyond the age bracket of 15 to 24. So how about this? 74% of Americans personally know someone who is or has been abused. 74%. 57% of cities cite domestic violence against women and children as the top cause of homelessness and how about this 33 percent of all police time is spent responding to domestic disturbance calls 33 percent of their time is spent on this issue want to talk economically how it affects us over 5.8 billion dollars each year is spent on health-related costs of domestic violence And one more for you if you're not feeling a little bit riled up yet. One in four women report experiencing domestic violence in their lifetime. So one in four, that's 25%. A quarter of us. Okay, you ready for the formula? (laughs) Now everybody's all happy. The SOS formula, it's an acronym. And the first S stands for stick to your decision. So when you know you must leave, you've identified these things we've talked about. You're listening to your honest inner self, the voice that speaks aloud to you and knows the truth. So when you know that you must leave a toxic relationship, I want you to prepare yourself in advance, in advance, before you go to do the breaking up, to be strong and calm. We're going to repeat that over and over, strong and calm. If you thought you were in love or you have much invested in the relationship, it's likely not a hasty decision you've made to leave. And that investment in a relationship, of course, it represents a loss to you too. But right now, you cannot let your losses become even greater. It's time to cut your losses. And when the perpetrator starts to appeal with all the tricks they've learned will work with you, Remember that you made this decision with a sound state of mind. I want you to hold on to that thought when you're in the heat of the moment and do not let your mind be changed. You made a good decision with a clear state of mind, and now when someone tries to cloud that for you, you've got to hang on to that thought. So, explaining your emotions to someone who's been toxic and listening to excuses, waste of time they could tell you it's your fault, which may trigger you to defend yourself, or depending on your personality, this accusation could convince you to feel guilty enough to stay and try harder, you're relevant of whether it's true or not, and even if you can agree that you did not do everything perfectly in the relationship, this does not mean that you should stay in an abusive relationship. There is no amount of right you can do to fix this. The, the abuser might also use a tactic of telling you they will do better in the future. I promise I will change all of the things that you wanted to hear me will be promised to you in this moment. So, no, that, stick to your decision. And, and while you are sticking to your decision, do not justify your position by telling this person that I know you're a. X and X abuser or whatever it is. I know there's something wrong with you. It did. Keep those thoughts to yourself please because there's no clear prediction of how a manipulator will react to you if you say something like that. You don't want to think the worst and quite often we don't think well that will never happen to me but neither does it happen to the people that we do hear about in the news. They were everyday people like you and me and and the perpetrator, their friends never thought they would do anything like that, but it did. You're not quite sure what might like, tip somebody's scales, so just don't push that, that balance. <clears throat> so the first S in the SOS formula is stick to your decision. The O stands for Otter Box Mentality. You know, the Otter Box that protects your, your phone so that damaging water and will run just right off off it and then your phone is still fine inside i want you to imagine an otter box around yourself protecting you from any insults or manipulations that are surely going to be poured upon you just do not take anything said personally strong and calm allowing yourself to react emotionally instead it of bounce off and sure, 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 you have a lot of unmended feelings and you'll have time to work on these later, later, after you've removed yourself from the situation. So do not expect the perpetrator to give you resolution for your losses or your hurt feelings. That's not going to happen. You're going to acquire this on your own with support from caring people. In time. Right now, your only goal is to let no further manipulations take hold so you can walk out that door and into a better life. Again, stay strong and calm. There's no greater power you can have than your calm and conviction. So if you're off balance and lose emotional control, this gives away your power. You may very well have justifiable anger over things this person has done, or extreme disappointment about the disappearing illusion. But Louis' power fixes nothing. And the final S, stay away. After you walked out that door, then close it tight. In fact, lock that door and throw away the key. This is yourself on every possible physical and emotional level you can. If you have to cross paths with a nonviolent abuser, uh, but don't expect you can stay friends. Uh, for controlling people, it is not about pa- it is about power. It's, it's about emotional attachment. A person has no need for just friends. A person who does not have your best interest at heart is not a friend anyway. So, hey, with friends like that who needs enemies, right? So do not respond to personal texts or emails, or to any social media communication, if you can all help it. So if you must communicate because you have shared children, then keep it short and stick to the facts. And do not share personal thoughts or opinions. Just like in a court of law, any information you give can and will be used against you. These are tiny little openings that this person will use to work their way back into your head and into your life so do not take phone calls and certainly do not get together to rehash this or to help soothe their pretend broken heart They're counselors for that so you're too close to the situation to help anyway so once the break has happened then close the door and, and just stay away So to recap the S.O.S. formula, stick to your decision, otter box mentality, and stay away. So time has really gotten away with me tonight, but good luck to you, and please play this show back, and let it give you strength if you're in a toxic relationship, and I wish you all the best. You deserve happy relationships, we all do, and you go for that.